Now it's jazz. The place is roaring. All beautiful girls in there. One mad brunette at the bar, drunk with her boys. One strange chick I remember from somewhere, wearing a simple skirt with pockets. Her hands in there. Short haircut, slouched, talking to everybody. Up and down the stairs they come. The bartenders are the regular band of Jack and the heavenly drummer who looks up in the sky with blue eyes, with a beard. He's wailing beer caps of bottles and jamming at the cash register and everything is going to the beat. It's the beat generation. It's Bayat. It's the beat to keep. It's the beat of the heart. It's being beat and down in the world and like old time low down. And like an ancient civilization's the slave boatmen rowing galleys to a beat. And servants spinning pottery to a beat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. I'm here with uh, a special guest. First of all, I'm with my cousin, Kevin. Say what's up. What up? We're right here at the one and only shop for my man, Isaac. It's actually, I'll let him introduce his shop, so go for it. Uh, we're here at 111 North Cesar Chavez Boulevard, 77011 in the heart of Magnolia. Um, ain't, no, ain't no name for the shop yet. We just call it the shop, the trap. That's why that's that's I kind of let you yeah. say, because I was like, I didn't know what the, is it, is it you get what I mean? Oh. Everybody's always asking, is it Outlaw, is it Well? is it The Spot? I'm like, man, just come through. It's the trap. <laughs> we, we have fun, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, It's man. a beautiful thing. First of all, man, let me uh, tell you, thank you for letting letting us come through and kick it with you, man. And uh, Thank y'all for Working on that day. Give me a break now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put us as an excuse yeah, for not doing the rest of the work. But no, man, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to kick it with us and stuff and actually getting a little insight of actually what's gone behind doing what you're doing, your brand and stuff. So um, I'm excited about it, man. So you mean. <laughs> I'm a Mexican kid, bro. I come from nothing. We're getting it now. Yeah. I love it. Every day is a blessing. So let me let me ask you the the first question, man. Um, so what what does the name? Well, how did you come up with the name Outlaw? Outlaw. Yeah. Um, growing up, I listened to a lot of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So you got Tupac, of course, one of my favorite. He's just outlaw everything, mm. all day, every day. You know, so. Causing motherfuckers to bleed, they label me a outlaw, outlaw, outlaw. to what he rhymed about and it's just real stern to me it's like um something you can't look past you know what i'm saying and then it's also how i was brought up never really followed the laws or anything like that so definitely one of those things right there too but um other than that i mean that's really about it right there you know what i'm saying do you, do you my bad no you could you could go ahead do you remember uh what well of course you created you created this brand about how long ago um, on the 25th of February, it's going to be three years. So we've been open for three years. Which actually, day. plug it in, you got that barbecue going on here on yes, Saturday. definitely. Two to seven. We're having a barbecue. <coughs> bring your kids. Bring your side girls. Bring your main girls. Bring whoever you want to bring. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a little uh, raspa stand out here and everything for all the little ones. So, you know, I have a lot of little kids. But no, man, I think that's badass. One of the things I... Um, I, I admire, you know, about what you're doing is actually, you know, being an advocate of actually trying to do something in the neighborhood. You get what I mean? And get out the neighborhood or maybe even stay in the neighborhood, but look beyond it. You yeah, get what I mean? Cool. And build something for yourself. Well, I mean, it's changing now. The neighborhood's changing a lot. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot more people moving in. A lot of my buddies' houses getting torn down and moving out towards the burbs now. So 
At first, I did want to move out, but now that I see how the gentrification is like messing with the neighborhood, I want to stay here and I want to try to like bring it right back up because it's a real Latino neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And of course, we have blacks and whites, but it's real dominant by Latinos. So I want them to see that they don't have to push us out, you know, they can keep us here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we, this is, I grew up here, it's a place that I love, you know what I'm saying? Before there was graffiti out in the north side and heights and all these nice places the montrose and stuff like that uh, this is the only place that i saw graffiti was in magnolia and second ward so i'm glad that i grew up here because it allowed me to grow up with an artistic mind you know what i'm saying so that's one of the things that i do want people to understand about where we're from you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of great talented people that come out of here mm-hmm. from b-boys to graffiti artists to just artists period um there's a lot of people that I know do that I knew growing up that did clothes, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just one of the ones that was able to keep pushing with it, you know what I'm saying, and not stop. So were you always into fashion growing yes, up? Definitely. That was one of my main things. Uh, I always told my little brother, like, before you step out the house, make sure you look your best. You never know who you're gonna run into, you never know who you're gonna meet, you never know what type of opportunities you're gonna get, you know what I'm saying? So always look your best, because first impression is everything. So that's one of my main things, yeah. For real? Yeah. That's crazy. So, when you created the brand, uh, what mindset were you at? You were just trying to build up on it? You had already been thinking about, I'm going to build something? Or it was just like, one day you're like, oh shit, I'm going to build this. And you came up with the name. And I started working at a streetwear store. I've been in retail for a long time. Since the time I was about 16, I worked at a shoe store. What at, store? Meet them all. Which one? the name of it. It was mm-hmm. called, uh, um, I believe, Sports Rap or something like that. We did all like the free Pimp C when Pimp C was locked up. And okay, I think I know what you're talking about. All his like um, smaller brand and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was able to see a lot of stuff growing up. Rest in peace, Pimp C. He's like father to me, second father to me. <laughs> but yeah, before I jump in, my dad is the one that I got all my style from. Mm-hmm. Took me to a B-Boy Jam a long time ago. Uh, fell in love with this Puma tracksuit and it's been game over ever since. That was the end of it right there, yeah. But back to where I worked at, it was a sports rap in Almeda Mall. That's over on the southeast side of town off of 45. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, we used to get so many artists that came through there just looking for all his stuff when he was locked up, you know? And also Bun B used to come through, shout out to Bun. Um, but everybody, Killer Kalyon, Paul Wall, Slim Thug. And this is when they were all just like, like rising up at the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nobody really knew who they were outside of Houston yet. Yeah. They were still all Houston artists, so it was cool to see all those dudes before they got hot, you know what I'm saying? And to support Pimp C, one of their their own, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say local because he's from Port Arthur, but support one of their own. He was a down south rapper, so. Um, but that's where I started my career in clothes at. <laughs> that's where you kind of uh, realized you wanted to do something yeah, with it? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Because, um, they left it open on the table a lot. They were like, yo, if you want to come see some stuff, you know, just follow behind, shadow us, this, that, and the third. And then um, after that, I was still in high school. That was my high school job. So after that, I got out of high school and I started working for the Port of Houston. And I kind of seen that it really wasn't my thing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this line of fire really isn't me. I think we all got kind of go through that. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're trying to do something and then you, ha- you work that job that's just like, fuck this. Yeah, pretty much. I was... Like he said, fuck this. <laughs> like, it was, sucks, man. Nah, it's yeah. like the same fucking routine all the time and shit. It just gets... And I was young, you know what I'm saying? So I, my creative mind was still flowing. I was like, yo, there's still other things that I can do in my life. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just have to be this. I was like, I'm working with 40-year-old men 
and right much and have the same lifestyle right exactly now. it sucks yeah. right like, and, so. and you show up and this person next to you is like in a bad mood or some shit and you're over here like all energized and shit and Definitely. it's like what the fuck and then slowly but surely you start becoming like them you're gonna sound yeah. grumpy and all this other shit not knocking i was a grumpy ass 18 not knocking them you know that's probably the you know what they were dealt with so that's what they have to do but yeah us we could still do something so when you started the whole thing, what do you, what's been the hardest part for you? Did you feel like um, some way, somehow you were being held? Was it hard for you? Did you feel held back? Like, I can't do this because of where I'm from and shit like that? Or No. At first, I was kind of intimidated at making clothes because, you know, you just see all these big brands. Crooks, The Hundreds, Diamond. Um, these are just <clears throat> some of the brands from the early 2000s that I was really rocking, you know what I'm saying? And... You were like, man, I don't know how these guys did it. You know what I'm saying? I had I had no way of knowing how they produced mass production and got it into stores. And, you know, you had premium goods here in Houston, so they carried all the big brands. And that's something that you kind of looked up to. You were like, okay, well, how do they get their brands in a store? And it's like, oh, well, I didn't go to school for that, so I don't know anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was real intimidating at, at the beginning. But I guess once you just kind of like, get a hold, like grasp a hold of who you are and know that you can pretty much do anything that you put your mind to that's when everything starts getting easier you know what i'm saying so when i first started it was real hard because i was like well i don't know if i'm i was real discouraged i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it like these guys do it but not knowing that they all came from somewhere too you know what i'm saying like they all came from the struggle as well like just trying to get their brand out there was one of the main things i'm pretty sure because how am i supposed to get the whole city behind me and only 20 to 30 people know who I am, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank God that I went to a bunch of high schools and middle schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because a whole trouble. bunch of people, <laughs> that's yeah, why I kind of so wish too, that like I, I would have like, switched, cool, you know? Like I would have switched a whole bunch of schools so like different people could have, you know, known known me, you get what I'm saying? But <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. That helped out a lot. Kind of like stuck in one zone, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but not man, uh, I remember when I first, I think, the reason I started hearing about your brand was because through my cousin, okay. uh, he started rocking it, and I was like, "Oh shit, like that's dope." You get what I mean? And it's but that's when you had your shop back when we were just talking right now back on the Capitol. You said it was yeah. Um, that was your first time opening up a shop, right? Like, it wasn't that was your even first a shop. It was just kind of like a printing spot that we printed out of. Oh, you know okay, okay. Yeah, so, so it wasn't like this, like a setup. No, like definitely that. not. That was my main goal to get to to, to have it like this, and then print in the back area, but me and a couple of dudes didn't see eye to eye so that kind of was just like it went south from there but um like i've always wanted to have a storefront always you know i used to take a page out of uh, supreme's book like they never sold to any stores mm. they always had just online and you had to come to the shop to get their stuff mm. you know what i'm saying so those are one one of the dudes or guys i guess i don't really know them so yeah so those are some of the dudes that i looked up to and took a page out of their book you know what i'm saying that was another thing that i did I started to look at all these big brands and I just started to see what I liked and what I didn't like and I would take a page out of that book and I'd be like, you know what, this is me. This is me, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was never really, I would say, um, it was never really me like stealing from them because I'm still my own person, you know what I'm saying? So I was one of those putting things. my little spin on everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to learn. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't become better if you don't learn from somebody else yeah, who's already sure. done that and been there and done that. And then also to get better, you got to be willing to 
open to learn. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I'm always going to be a student to this game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never going to stop learning in this game. Like, even when I was just telling you before, like, I'm going to start manufacturing my own hats. I just got some shirts manufactured, some sweatshirts. So, I didn't even know anything about manufacturing. <laughs> I didn't even know that that was possible. You know what I'm saying? So, what so, was it like? So, explain to us what do you mean when you say manufacturing? Pretty much, I'm being able to pick out the cloths and the cut and sew style of the brand of the shirt or the hat so say somebody wants like a nylon five panel now i'm able to give them that you know what i'm saying instead of just going to buy stuff from harwin so yeah you <laughs> brand take your ass to harwin go get all your needs right now it's funny because right now we're walking to this corner store and this store right here it's been here forever the one right here can mm-hmm. what it said like quinceanera dresses and mm-hmm. stuff like that and we're like, damn, this store's been here for like ever. And then he said, he's like, man, all they do is just go buy it at home when it comes mm-hmm. selling right here in the hood. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. You're in line. Yeah, that's exactly what they do, bro. Harwin does hold it down for some stuff, they, though. Man, they hold it down. I got to give it to <laughs> Hey, Harwin, y'all jumped me off. <laughs> y'all got me looking right now. I'm able to do manufacturing now. I used to go get fitted caps uh, over there. Yeah. Like wholesale. They had wholesale. wholesale prices. If you buy like two or three, that would hook you up. Rolls and rolls and nothing but caps, 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 yeah. caps. And I was in love. I was like, oh, man, all these badass hats. And I would always pick up pick up the one that, like, I never saw at a store. Gangster. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that, that's what you go for. Like, try to find the rarest one. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another thing I try to hold in with the, and with the brand. I'm like, yo, I want to make sure that people are able to get stuff that they're not going to be able to get anywhere else in the city. You know what I'm saying? So you have to come see me mm-hmm. to get it. And that's how it started, like, out of the house. So the first stuff that ever came out, if you didn't, know me then you probably didn't have it you know what i'm saying or you probably got it from a friend so but so that's how you were doing it like everything was limited edition at first like and everything still is limited edition you know what i'm saying as you know that's the cool word to say so i'm like yeah everything's still limited um that's another thing i try to make sure i don't want to see like it just overwhelming oversaturated so do you think it can happen with a clothing brand where it gets overwhelming when everybody has it definitely get saturated real quick too you know what i'm saying so that's another thing y'all beware of don't be out here just making shit to make it make it because it comes from the heart it's art you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah so uh let me ask you so let me ask you uh um a question so you started off screen printing right so you know how to do all that screen print and all that screen print and i have just bought the embroidery machine uh about two years back from my homie George. Thank God, George, because now I'm able to embroider all my stuff. And um, I bought my screen printer through Sean Cotton. Thank God for Sean Cotton too, as well. <laughs> Both these guys uh, really put my foot in the door when it comes to having these machines. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm able to do everything by myself. So you basically bought every like you have all the equipment you need to yes, run. Uh-huh, to run the business. I have everything. So I screen print all my own T-shirts, and I also. <laughs> embroider all my own hats and t-shirts and sweatshorts and windbreakers and whatever you get from here it's all been touched by these brown hands mm-hmm. i love it i love it with a passion and i just have a question just one random one how'd you do the baseball dude actually i outsourced the baseballs because i tried to do one and that shit is hard no no, no i was <laughs> yeah. asking because even no, the stitches are black you know yeah, the, the stitches are black um on the on the seam instead of a so it's pretty much a white baseball your average baseball and um, they took out the red seams, they put black seams in there for me, and they threw my logo on there, which was pretty dope, because I've never seen any brand do that before. So no, I was that's like, pretty dope. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I wanna test my limits, you know what I'm saying? I was like, so let's see if we can get it done. And the people that I went to, uh, 
they were real nervous about it. They were like, well, we don't know because, you know, it's going to cost some money and it's that. And I was like, well, you know what? Here's half of what it will take to cost. If, it's gonna, if there's anything that messes up, just tell me and I'll go ahead and pay for the mess up. You know what I'm saying? That way it doesn't come out of their pocket. So I was real passionate. I mean, I grew up playing baseball. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? East End Little League Park. Mm-hmm. You look like a second baseman pitcher type of dude. I was a catcher. Um, you yeah, were a catcher? Definitely. I was a I, catcher I'm kind of too. small for a catcher, but everybody used to trip out when I was at, when I was behind the plate. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I was definitely. a catcher too. That's all. Burning everybody's ass at second base. Don't try to steal from me, son. No, I couldn't. I'm that's your that's ass. the difference between you and me, I guess. I couldn't burn a motherfucker to save my life on second, dude. Forever, <laughs> dude. So what I would do is I would just focus on like trying to burn them on first, and they try to cheat, feel, like, yeah. like try that's to get my favorite. And first and third, third was just easy. Yeah. But second, dude, it was just like especially if you're a right hand, you're coming across your body. Yeah. So. It was a hail mary like a mug, dog. <laughs> And then you got to tell the pitcher, get the fuck out of here, get down, bro, get down. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, so let me ask you about, you know, the brand and all this other stuff. Have you felt the support of everybody around you, the city and everything? Yes. I want to, man, let me give a big thank you to all my friends, all y'all in the barrio, all my boys in the barrio, <laughs> because if it wasn't for y'all, I probably wouldn't even have this shot, you know what I'm saying? So every morning that I wake up, I really do thank Lord, the Lord. See, I kind of broke up right there. I do thank the Lord for y'all because y'all the ones helping me get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all helping me get the brand out there. It's not me doing it by myself. When y'all wear the OL, it's like a big promotion sign. You know what I'm saying? And I really appreciate all y'all for that because, yeah, I don't think I can do it by myself. This shit's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really hard. And even when I first started the brand, like, I didn't even want nobody to know who was behind the brand. Why? Um, well just goes on from people like oh i don't like isaac or i don't like or i do like him i didn't want people just to buy because they like me or because they didn't like me detachment i get what you mean because sometimes i've 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 talked to this about my fiance and shit it's like sometimes i think people would they probably like your product but they'll choose not to like it just because it's you who's doing it and they don't like you you get what i'm saying or vice versa either which is foul to me you know what i'm saying like when i first started i didn't tell anybody i was doing a brand you know what i'm saying my friends they were like real happy that I was doing this so they started telling people yo that's Isaac's brand that's Isaac's brand you know and I was like kind of I'm not really one to be all in the like the face of everything you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. I want to be behind the scenes on everything you know what I'm saying um, I'm not trying to be famous or anything I just want to have something to give my people and enjoy at the same time like really be proud of it you know what I'm saying so but when I first started like all everything that I was doing comes from an altercation in my life so it's not like I was just sitting down thinking of something and I was like, oh, hey, yeah, let me put that on a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a trust no one t-shirt that came from altercation in my life. And the first time I had somebody hit me with trust number one, I was like, wait a minute, trust not, I've never seen it like that. You know what I'm saying? I made it and it turned into art for me too as well when someone told me trust number one. I was like, well, you probably never been through anything too negative to where you see it as trust no one. You know what I'm saying? You see it as more of like, I promote my like I trust me only you know what I'm saying yeah so, but um that's clean but yeah when somebody yeah, it was crazy. my girlfriend's mother you know what I'm saying like she teaches a class in college and she uses it for her arguments she, so she shows them the t-shirt and she's like when you see this t-shirt what do you see and mm. some people will say trust no one and some people will say trust number one that's so clean. It, it fucking blew my mind bro. yeah that's, 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 that's your mind it blew my brain I was mind. like yo this and my girlfriend's mom is explaining this to me, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like, 
yo, you just turned my art into my, more like art for me again. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it was like a real exciting moment for me because I was like, what other stuff have I been doing that I haven't paid attention to that has a double on, what is it, double on Yeah. So <clears throat> I was like, okay, the God Bless the Trap also has one because I have a lot of old people come to me and I have a lot of like, I would, trap is a more urban word, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So not dissing any white folks because I know y'all know what the trap is but <laughs> I got a lot of older white folks coming up to me asking me what the trap is you know what I'm saying and I was like there was no way for me to explain it because growing up you know in the neighborhood you see all the traps and everything like that and you know what it is mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but when you're trying to explain it to the older crowd the older generation or just maybe even somebody that doesn't even know what a trap means I started to think more. I was like, okay, well, my nana was the first one that asked me. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, guess that's what trapped me home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, um, I was like, God, I was like, God, you know, I was like, I was like, God has traps all over the world, grandma. I was like, you know where church is at? That's so God's churches. Trap. Yeah, I was like, that's God's trap. I was like, that's it's where all he, the churches. I was like, that's exactly where he's at. I was like, that's the trap, grandma. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh, okay, I can get it. I understand. She's like, but that's not what you mean by it. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, you're right. But, um, even just like people that have day-to-day jobs that they love, you know what I'm saying? Or you may not love your job, whatever. Hey, it is what it is. It's your trap. That's where you go get your money at, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're pretty much trapped to get the money. And then so. making some income, so it's a blessing as yeah. well. I mean, you yeah. can't complain. All y'all and get, it, work get it how you get it. Get it how yeah. you get it. All y'all Either people working, quit complaining about y'all jobs, please. <laughs> I love that y'all work every day and work hard. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, sometimes, job, you know yeah. what I'm saying? sometimes we do like... Say fuck this and fuck that, but then if they do, we're doing what somebody else is probably not even doing or wants to do, which is exactly. work. So mm-hmm. then if they we gotta pat ourselves on the back sometimes for that. Give um, yourselves more credit. Quit being so down on yourselves, man. Yeah. Spread positivity, bro. I you like know what that. I'm saying? Like, like stop being so negative. That's what something I, I do notice. You do put, you do uh, give out a lot of positivity. That, I mean, I've just been on it recently. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole positive thing is like. I used to downplay myself all the time. Yeah, I think you said, we were talking last time, time. And, and you did say that. I used to be like, if I had any luck, it'd be bad luck. Or mm-hmm. if, just, I feel like so negative all the time. <clears throat> now, you won't hear me talking negative about myself. Where does that come from, though, that positivity? Um, I ain't gonna lie. I don't wanna get, like, all whatever on y'all, but it comes from God. I just got back into God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just jumped back into church and everything. So my beliefs and my hope is just like, super out of this world right now you know what i'm saying because to open up the shop i was like man that means there's no limit you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. there's no limit to get to where i need to be yeah but that's that soul food like you definitely need that like to feed your soul to like be able to oh shit that no, there's no. hope out there people have hope people see good in you yeah because sometimes when you surround yourself around negativity that's what you feel like and then you have to like get out of it a little bit and then be able to uh, like that's exactly like, what the fuck reset I did, yourself reset that's yourself exactly like, oh, okay. and then and then you'll make everybody else happy it's like <laughs> contagious that shit is contagious that's exactly what I did it's crazy that you said it like that because that's I how it is separate though. myself from my friends uh, even some of my family you know what I'm saying and even my lady like I had to separate myself from everything not just myself but my brain you know what I'm reset saying reset yourself yeah I had to I had to for some reason I didn't know what I didn't know what it was but I know I had to separate myself nah I feel you cause I'm the same like lately I've been on a very different uh tip like personality wise like i'm very more like social where i used to think i was like anti-social i think i was like yeah. very like nah i don't really i'm not cool with I people think that's like what that we kill ourselves, actually, yeah 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 we, we like ourselves like the way yeah. we see ourselves but then i'm like wait no I, I don't have to be like that i'm not like that yeah and then like i switched around and then i'm like oh okay i'm better for it i feel better for it people 
around me like react to it yeah they, they react to it yeah. like like he'll tell you like oh like what the fuck you're like my cousin's telling me like hey you used to have a short temper and now you could fucking oh man just now that ha <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can get me on the, on the hot side now. I'm yeah. just all good. You used to you be out here? Dude, let me tell Man, <laughs> that's my mom, my girl, my dad, everybody. My brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I used to be so hot-tempered. And I'm just, now I'm just like laid back. Like super kicked back, relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go with the flow now. And it was mainly me trying to control everything. Uh, yeah, and that- I was like, you know what? I can't. If I try to control everything, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> All this stress that I'm putting on myself, you know. What I'm saying? Trying to so control every situation, or everything. like trying to control everything, everything, everything around me, like everything. If we were in this, if we were in this little interview right now, I'd be trying to control. Yo, ask me this question. Ask me this question. Ask me this question. <laughs> you haven't asked me this question. <laughs> yeah, like so. Oh, I just shit. like quit controlling everything around me, and I just let go. I put it in God's hands. I was like, you know what? If good happens, good happens. If bad happens, bad happens. But I just want to wake up tomorrow. That's all I yeah, can do. I can relate yeah. with you about that, man. Because sometimes, uh, especially as humans, sometimes we try to... Well, me, myself. I'm going to speak for myself. Is sometimes you get so caught up. There's nothing wrong with, like, um, thinking ahead, right? Like, yeah. planning for ahead. But after a while, it gets that could get very confusing with trying to control it. You get what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. And that, I get caught up on that sometimes where I'm like, okay, I want this for my future and this and that. But after a while, I'm in a fucked up mood because I'm like... Why am I in a fucked up mood? But it's because I'm thinking about the future and I'm trying to control it. And when it and doesn't happen the way you thought about it, and, and yeah, exactly. You, you know so that's not the way, you know. And I admire that you said, man, God, because I remember, well, I've distanced myself. We all go through where yeah. we distance ourselves and we, you know, it's a relationship. But that security, you get what I'm saying? It feels badass to be like, I'm not even worried about it. You get what I'm saying? Whatever comes, just comes. You get what I'm man, saying? That's what you tell it, bro. It's like, it feels like a big-ass weight off of it you. Does. You know it does. It really does. It feels like a huge weight off my shoulders. And I ain't been to church in 20 years, y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm 28 now. And I just started going back, and I fell in love with it. Got my best friend again. You know what I'm saying? And what is it that got you back into it? My lady. So shout out to her. You know what I'm saying, my lady. She got me. If it wasn't for her going to church on Sundays, because she used to go to church on Sundays and I used to stay home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which was a nice home <laughs> by me. I apologize. But like, yeah, she would go to church and I would stay home. And I was like, wait a minute. I wonder what she goes to church for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what you get from that. And then I started going and I was like, oh, there's a lot of good energy in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like now when I go to church on Sundays, it's like a battery being re-energized. Yeah. So I'm able to deal with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know what I'm saying? With the new mentality. Exactly, with the new mentality. And then, and then there's so many people around you and just praising God and the energy is just like out of this world. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, that's crazy. That people that I'm, I'm big on energy. I'm real big on energy. Yeah. So if I got good energy around me, it's gonna be a great time. You know what I'm saying? But if I have bad energy, I'm gone. I'm, I'm leaving. You, you know feel what I'm saying? It, yeah. I don't even want to be in the spot anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I'm real big on energy. That's one of the things I'm big on. Because before I believed in, like, or not believed in, but before I started going to church again and everything and believing in God and talking to Him like He's my best friend. Mm. I was just more energy based. Like I was like, okay, well, I didn't have a good conversation with that person, so I'm gonna try to keep the conversation to a minimum next time with yeah. that person. But I mean, God's main thing is to forgive. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, yo, I gotta start forgiving and just stop judging. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it was bad that one time, so it's gonna be bad all the other time. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Making an assumption basically off of like yeah, the first time. Pretty first much. Time. 
What's up, brother? Mm. Uh, we got Brad. Brad just walked in. You know what I'm saying? B R E A D. Make sure y'all like, he gonna come up on y'all's asses too. <laughs> How you doing, man? Bentley, nice to meet you. Kevin, nice to meet you. Oh, shit's, for real? Yeah, it's just dope as fuck. I do all his embroidery for him and stuff like that. So, go, yeah, you, you gotta yeah, take yeah, care of so Go let ahead. Me, let me, uh, sorry, y'all. Let me take care of some business. Cool. Real. I'm gonna pause you really quick. I wanted to ask you, who's the, the like, I've seen your brand around a lot of big people and shit like that. Yeah. One of the biggest ones was... Wait, who? I'm like, wait, who was... Who wait, 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 wait. Uh, I don't know who she was, but she took a picture with Kit Cudi and she was rocking the, the brand that showed you out in la she's one of the homies that i met just you know handing stuff out boom boom boom, boom oh boom. for real you know what i'm saying so but when she took that picture with kid cuddy i had a lot of people hit me up on that for and real? i was like well it's not on cuddy it's yeah. on her i was like we need to get it on yeah. cuddy yeah <laughs> you know yeah, 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 so, yeah but that is a great picture i love that picture because one of my favorite artists of course is in there yeah. cuddy, you know what i'm saying so pick up cuddy rock my shit, bro <laughs> <laughs> Get it on you, bro. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to get this interview to him or something. Like, go over there and find him. He is sure. a badass dude, man. He's I think into he's it, sure, bro. I'm pretty sure we sent him to his email. He'd be nah, man. Yeah, if he, yeah. If he was into babe and everything, hell yeah. He into everything, ten deep and all that. Yeah, yeah he's into streetwear. I went to sure. a bunch of his shows before he even got big. So, you know, did he play like a from, so. like a numbers and stuff? Yeah, now? yeah. I didn't see him. And then he performed at House of Blues once with Asher Roth and Wale, I think. Nice, like that. yeah. But I didn't see Asher Roth was hot, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> that I, 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 I still like Asher Roth. I, I, still like, I still like Asher Roth. White boy got some some game on him. You know yeah, what man. Like, like I haven't heard him in a while. Man, moment. like when I heard the singles, I like, let me deep more in, dig more into it, and I heard his mixtape. I was like, oh man. I think dope. he just did a song with Fat Tony not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Tony, what up? That I love Fat Tony. He rocks my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And big people to me are those are like yeah. GTRs, Fat Tony, Dope Man, mm-hmm. um, West Blanco, big up to West Blanco, mm-hmm. me hermano, my white hermano, <laughs> <laughs> um, and just people like that. I mean, I fuck with all those guys genuinely. You know what I'm saying? I knew West before he got big and popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And hot. Um, I'm not GT for many of years. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a great, humble, down to earth dude. Yeah, man, we had him on the podcast. High he's school actually... with Dope Man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like. There's a lot of people that I guess you would see them as bigger, but I'm just more of like, yo, those are my friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I love those guys. So you, know you have a different saying? connection with them. Yes, for sure, definitely. <coughs> but even when I see their fans and their fan base go crazy over them, I enjoy every second. Like, I've been to Laredo with GT Garza, and I've seen people go crazy over seeing him, and I'm like, I need to appreciate mm-hmm. these people more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's what I took from those those you know experiences. experiences yeah for sure and i do appreciate those people way more you know what i'm saying like i'm of course they can't come get free shit <laughs> but they gotta support me like i support them i'm just playing they get free shit here. <laughs> <laughs> i did see gt guards are rocking your shit just recently yeah, yeah, yeah. He came like, to the every, shop. like that's one thing i that's one thing i appreciate that they come to the shop and they actually come shopping with me they come chop it up with me you know what i'm saying so that's one of the other things that I do appreciate is they take the time out of their busy schedules to come over here to this small neighborhood just to kick back, shoot the shit with me, and see how everything's going. Look you know who it saying? is. <laughs> Again. He's trying to talk to you, man. Shit. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was like, what are they looking at? I hadn't seen him. So oh, like, you don't got eye on your back? Snuck out. Snuck out from behind you. Um, this is Jamal Isaac. What's up, Jamal? Nice to meet you. Good to meet you too, Isaac. Good to meet you too, man. 
We, we would have bought you a drink, but nah, that's cool. We didn't know how late you were gonna be. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna give it to you. The beanbag, gentlemen. Oh, I appreciate that. Though. When nobody's coming through the shop, that beanbag man, I fell asleep like twice on that. For real? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh wait a minute, I can't be falling asleep here at work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but, Do you see it like that? Like, like you're still at work? Like you? Oh yeah, you're... yeah, not for sure. I ran shops. Um, Sucker Punch, big up to everybody at Sucker Punch. That's where I learned a lot of my shit from. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, they're closed down now, but yeah, definitely learned a lot of shit from those guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, So Purpose, they're closed down too right now. That's where I started my brand at. I was able to actually put clothes in the store mm -hmm. and sell them and get a feedback. You know what I'm saying? So once I saw the feedback, man, I started with fucking like six shirts and six hats, bro. Now I'm producing like hundreds of shirts and hundreds of hats. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate all the people that allowed me to really test my product in their stores, you know what I'm saying, which was so purpose. So that's one, I mean, you can't hate on people that, you know, put your foot in the door, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. sure. Definitely not. And that's another thing that I've, like, learned to have, you know what I'm saying? No hate in my heart, bro, at all, period, you know what I'm saying? I don't care if you did me wrong. You did me wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. I ain't got no hate towards you. You know what I'm saying? So, which is actually one of the hardest ones to get past is yeah. Uh, somebody, well, so do, I think it's somebody doing you wrong. Well, forgiveness, right? I mean, well, just, it's forgiveness, but one of the biggest ones to get over is like betrayal. I don't know. I read this somewhere. Betrayal. Um, we read. Yeah, we read. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's right. We read. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, no, nah, nah, I don't even want to say. So, how'd you? Uh, how'd you get to that? Point betrayal and infidelity is one of two of them. How'd you get to that point where you uh, decided, like, you know what, whatever, man. Oh, you just missed, man. Come on, you missed out. I know. Out I missed out. Yeah, I just got back in. Um, I just got back in tune with God. You know what I'm saying? So I've been able to allow Him to just take over, control over everything that I got going on. Right oh, that's a bit. You know what I'm saying? So. It's that's one thing that I'm real big on. I was like, yo, I gotta quit controlling everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I mean, how could I be mad at somebody, bro? I got a shop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's I, true. This is one of my biggest achievements that I've ever had, you know what I'm saying? So to have this, I can't be mad at nobody. If, if I'm mad at you, I'm gonna be smiling in your face like I'm mad at you. <laughs> I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at nobody. No doubt, no doubt. I think that's badass, man, to see you at that place man a lot of people i think it would be amazing to see other people at the same place you get what i'm saying like nothing but positivity comes out of this man you get what i'm saying no positive energy is coming straight out of it so and if you don't feel it come see me i'm gonna make you feel it you know what I'm saying? you gonna feel me at the door baby you know what i'm saying we got nothing but love over here Everybody, yeah. So you, so you only want this brand to be here right yes pretty much right now actually yeah, i'm carried in a um Big ups to So Fresh and Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. Those were the first dudes to actually believe in my line and mm -hmm. pick, actually spend some money with me. You yeah, know what okay. I'm saying? So those were the first dudes to actually pick up my brand. And they gave me like that little nudge that mm -hmm. I needed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if someone in LA wants to pick you up, yeah. or Santa Cruz, California. Yeah, you know yeah. To me, Santa Cruz is the mecca of LA. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's where all the coolness comes from. You yeah, know what I'm saying? outside. Yeah. Outside. It's on the outside. So for them to want to push me, I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dead Wrong, that's another brand that is out there. And he helped me out a lot. Mike, you know what I'm saying? DJ Rax, El Jefe over there. Um, those guys are the ones that really told me when I come home. Because I took a trip out there when uh, I was for about probably like three to four weeks. And um, I was just telling them the idea of the brand. 
and they already liked three of my designs. That Is I this had. the same trip you, we were talking about? No, no, no. That was the that was the past trip that I just went on out Whoa. there. At least like my second home now. I got people over there now. That's what's up. <laughs> I'm glad I'm able to say that. You know what I'm saying? Always good. You got a little connection. Yeah. Where we can show up somewhere else and then he's like, oh, Get love, bro. It's got crazy. Out they got love out there for me. You know what I'm saying? I, that's something that I've never experienced because I just started traveling when I was 26. I'm 28 now. So the first trip I ever took was to LA. That was the first time I ever been on a plane. I was scared mm. of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was scared of shit. All my friends were telling me to do little rituals before I got on the plane. And I can't say none, but some I can. And I was like, man, I ain't doing none of that shit. I'm going. I'm going go on this plane, and I'm gonna get it how I live. You know what I'm saying? So, but definitely like being on a plane just opens up your eyes to wow. You can actually get your ass on a plane and go do something that. Yeah, like you could actually get get from one fucking place and go across yeah. the fucking world if that's, you want to. Same day, like oh shit, I was just. Yeah. I think the first to... time I went to LA, I drove because I was scared shitless mm. to get on the plane. So I was like, you know what? That was like twenty something miles. I was, bro, a whole day worth of driving. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Man, I did that shit one time in Chicago, and I was like, fuck man. no, I'm getting on the plane. Horrible, bro. Horrible. I did it one time, and I was like, yo, never again will this happen. And it happened again one more time after that, but. After the, th- after the third time I went to LA, definitely on the plane. So he just asked about you keeping the brand local. Why Why do you just want to keep it local right no, now? No, well, his um, brand in, in the store, his brand. Um, in the store, I do want to keep it only in the store right now. It's because I want oh, people to actually. Oh, I thought you meant like city-wise. I want people to come interact with me. You know what I'm saying? I want them to get come. From, like you said, I want get them it to from come the source. get this positivity. Okay, yeah, yeah y'all, need to, y'all need to meet me. I don't like that big brands don't have the boss in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand he has a lot of shit to do, but. At least meet the dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't nobody special. I mean, I am somebody special, but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I ain't nobody special, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, I just want people to understand that, especially the kids. I want the kids to understand where I come from, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all, I come from the same spot y'all come from. Yeah. We're able to do the same things, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like you said earlier, how um, you had people growing up that they had, had their brands and they kind of uh, put you on a little bit or at least like give you some information, you're kind of doing the same to them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, oh, okay, so you can own your own company, own your own brand, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's a seed that... Have faith. That, that, yeah, that have opens hope. up a big-ass, like, gap of how they see themselves yeah. and what they can do, for Don't sure. Don't let nobody tell you you ain't going to be none. Because yeah. you can. You can, like, exactly what the teachers tell you when you're a kid. You can be whatever you want to be. It's but crazy, some, and that was one of the ones we never listened to. Like, I would have fucking, like, they're bullshitting. Yeah, right. They're bullshitting. They're <laughs> yeah, bullshitting. Right. Believe in yourself. I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> never happened. <laughs> Don't lie to me. I've but it is it. possible, man. It is. So, really always, is. I always. you work hard, bro. I mean, you can't just say, hey, I want to be this and expect it to happen. You know what I'm saying? You got to bust your ass. You can't just get up every day and be like, oh, I'm not going to do nothing until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You got to be up before everybody else is up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to really drive hard towards your dream. You can't be on that bullshit like, well, nobody wants to help me. Because at the end of the day, nobody will help you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? True. Like, you got to get it on your own. Like, yeah. Just be be grimy, be hungry. And under, man, learning how to work with people was one of the hardest things <laughs> that I had to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, What do you mean? Like, uh... I'm just so used to being in a Mexican neighborhood coming you know, to the taqueria and talking to Mexicans, going to the corner store talking to Mexicans or just anywhere, just all Mexican. So when I started like the whole language barrier where people's accents were a little bad, you know what I'm saying? I would get real aggravated and stuff like that. So, and just learning how to work with people, period. You know what I'm saying? Like you got older people that don't really know what you're looking for sometimes because you're a little bit younger and they're like, no, you should do it like this and or you should do it like that. And you don't want to take any advice because 
you're like, nah, I want this, you know what I'm saying? But they've been in the game long enough to know that they're not probably able to do that on a machine or something like that. So you got to kind of, I guess, give yourself some leeway, you know what I'm saying? And you just got to be open-minded to a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be like, nah, I went in my way, my way only. Like, no, 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 you know so what I'm saying? Like so, like, a taco, like, it's that oh, deep where, like, man. you want the taco this way and the old school person <laughs> telling you, dude, the taco has to be this way. It's true. Like, but yes. with that, like, a business-wise, for sure. I yeah, like definitely. Having your vision and then trying to get them to, like... But it's got a lot of old school people, like you said. They Sometimes it's just a collide of, like, young people, or us young, and then the old schools that have been doing the job. Yeah. But you also know that it could be done, and uh-huh. then they're like, no, it can't, no, but yeah, it yeah, is possible. Sure. Or, yeah. or try it, at least. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they don't want to hear try it from a younger person. They oh, don't wanna, no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they don't, no, don't no. want to hear that shit. That's all the folks, period. <laughs> they're like, anyway, it's like a balance you got to have, right? Because you got to believe in your own vision to be able to say, hey, this is exactly the way I want it. But at the same time, you're going against people to say, hey, this is exactly how it's always worked. Yes. But I can't help but be on your side, obviously, because things got to evolve, man. I mean, yes. nothing can stay the same. So just because your vision doesn't fit what's worked for them doesn't mean anything because what was worked for them may not work like that for a long time. It doesn't work for every single person yeah, anyway. Definitely. So I can imagine, you know, having to butt heads with someone else and not you know the not crazy design, way, but just more like damn the man, first like, design I ever like, dropped was the Pimp C uh, rest in peace that's like one of my favorite pieces that I, it was a rip you know what I'm saying I took it from another brand or another hat that I seen you know what I'm saying I didn't take it from another brand I didn't I take that back I did not take it from another brand but I seen a picture of Pimp C wearing a hat and I was like man I bet you if I made that hat everybody named Mama would buy it because everybody named Mama loves Pimp C you know what I'm saying but I went through the I went through the motions to get that done. I didn't just do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to actually ask Pimp's wife. I, you know, I had to ask oh, his kids, shit. you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to go through the motions. And the way I got through them was through their old DJ, DJ Beto. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you to him, because if it wasn't for him, I probably would never got that design done, the design done, you know what I'm saying? And um, the last person I asked was Bun B. But I gave him a finished product. I gave him a t-shirt and a hat, and I told him, I was like, if you wear this, I know I have your graces to drop this, you know what I'm saying? And he wore it in South by Southwest on Sway in the Morning, like every interview that he did, he wore it. And I was like, cool. Now I know I have the opportunity to actually drop this and nobody will be mad at me, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's why I see you like put like put it so openly, you get what I'm saying? Because I was like, I wonder, you get what I'm saying? Because you wonder in the back, like me, I don't know, I do it. Like, damn, like, that's why you, with so much confidence, you do it because you did it the right way. You're gonna yeah, yeah, like, you actually. You never want to dis- want to disrespect the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. always want to give it respect, and that's one. That's one thing, Pimp C. You learn from Pimp C. Just listening to him rant or his interviews or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all about respect. And if you can give that, then people are gonna give it right back to you. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of my big things: respect. Even when you meet people. Look at him in the eye, talk to him for a handshake, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that old school male, like camaraderie thing. Like, hey, bro, yeah, yeah. Check this guy's male, dude. We're like a very, like, dude, it's just our. our we're emotional. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're Real talk. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, you know what, dudes are actually way more emotional than yeah, women. Man. Straight up. Like, because, I mean, we just. That testosterone, that's bro. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Testosterone. <laughs> it is, dog. It, it really is what it is. Like, yeah, people look at it and say, oh, crying, and they say, oh, well, that's something more for females. But hell no, niggas be sad about shit. I'll be honest. Hey, crying by myself be, in my room. Hey, I'll, 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 be, I'll be angry about I'll stuff. I'll be straight up honest. I'll be straight up honest. I've been sometimes where I'm like, I'm alone, and I'm like, damn, I feel like crying right now. Bruh. And I don't even know why. I need a good cry. I don't, right? I need a good cry. There goes the podcast nose now. 
But yeah, we're we're some emotional. Thug tears, bro. Thug tears. That's what we call them. Thug tears. You don't cry. I don't cry. I want you to go down and like I'm good for the week. That's it. That's a wrap, man. But I mean, that's but even then, I mean, look at it another way. Like we get. We drink a lot, and all of a sudden, it's like, yo, you dabbing people up. Man, you my dude. Yeah. Man, I, you know, yeah. like, I got love for you, right? Like, because well, it brings up the emotion that you actually, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. It goes both ways. We can sad cry, and we can happy cry. <laughs> Still going to be a thug tier, yeah. no matter what, though. You know oh, what at the end of the day, we all thugs in our own way. <laughs> I got a few more questions, because my question jar is, like, running empty right now. Because I've asked them all. Um, <laughs> the first one was, the God bless the trap. Um, that's actually a... I love that, you know, that whole shit. Yeah. With your whole, the whole creativity. Champagne. The whole creativity that came with it. I yeah. love it. Um, what was your purpose behind it? Um, I got a lot. I mean, did you just come up with it out of nowhere? Or was it nah, like nah, you nah. have been it's, working it's on, like, those, how are you going to make that happen? It's one of those happen? things where I sat back and I was just kind of like, yo, this is art to me. You know what I'm saying? So okay, if I would have cool. put it on a canvas, that pretty that would have been the art for people. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a trap house and it would have had God over it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Saying a little prayer for all my yeah. trap motherfuckers out there. So. Yeah. But, I mean, growing up, I just have a lot of friends that really ain't into school, ain't into getting jobs, you know what I'm saying? So all they want to do is trap. And I'm like, all right, well, these are my friends, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing to happen to them, you know what I'm saying? So, and I want them to make a lot of money. I want them to enjoy life, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we all deserve that at the end of the day, to enjoy life, just be happy, and make whatever type of money you want to make, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever makes you happy. If making a million dollars makes you happy, that's cool. It doesn't make me happy because I know I'm going to have a lot of bills for that goddamn million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that ain't going to make me happy. But I wanted all my friends to be happy. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I was like, I want God to bless all of them. No matter whether they're doing wrong, right, half-ass, whatever it is that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I want God to bless them in every way possible. So that's where the God bless the trap came from. It's pretty dope, yeah. and actually that one's like the one that I see pretty much a lot of people rocking and shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got a lot of trap people love that. Even people that don't trap, you know what I'm saying? They love that shirt. But like you said earlier, the trap is it's, it's not just you, you know trap, you trapping. You literally, it means like your job, your job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Hey, my job's a trap, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the trap. The trap you need to be at. <laughs> I'm gonna start going up to my bosses like, hey, y'all need more. We need something in this trap, man. We need more employees in the trap right now. Yes. <laughs> so in order for you to work in the trap, you need we need your W-2 forms. <laughs> I know, right? You know, go ahead and sign this and this. But a lot of my designs come from negativity. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, It just goes to show you, you can turn a negative into a positive. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever doubt that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Even if you're doing something real negative, don't ever think that you can't ever get right, you know what I'm saying, or get positive. Like, that's one of my main things. Like, I turned what some of my friends did into, like, a lifestyle brand now almost, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just paying attention to your environment, paying attention to what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all a product of something, you know? We don't, we don't all be raising up nice home with two parents and all that good luxury lifestyle you know what i'm saying we all come from different walks of life you know what i'm saying nobody's better than nobody though so i don't want people thinking like oh i come from this so i'm you know and if i make it i'm better than this person like nah we're all equal we all bleed the same type of blood you know what i'm saying i think it's it's crazy you say that because well something i could relate to is like uh, growing up um i knew so many kids like they they don't they didn't have they were one parent raised by one parent 
and I used to think I never made them feel like shit. I think yeah. we're the first generation, like our age group is from. The, that's like the first generation of growing up with one parent in the household. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So well, actually, me, I I, I grew up with both. But what, what I'm getting at awesome. is no, wait, wait, well. What happened was I grew up, you get what I'm saying, and thankfully I never made those dudes or whoever it was feel bad because they were only from one parent. But kind of find out later on, you get what I'm saying, now that I'm older, my parents separated. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, I'm blessed to have been able that I, I didn't make them people feel bad. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I make them feel different because of that. Because shit, now I'm, what they say is true. Don't make another person feel like shit because you could go through it someday. Karma, basically. Yeah. So, you know, I'm blessed that. I, I didn't act that way because you're not blessed. You're just a good person. You're a fucking great person. <laughs> you're just a great person. So it's just like, yeah, man. Because when it, I tried saying when it That's happened, right, it didn't. Know. It didn't happen. You get what I'm saying? Like yet, it didn't yeah. hurt me or whatever. But I could just imagine as a kid going through it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, fucking man. crazy. So That's one thing I can say. So about shout it. out to all them, you know, kids and single mothers out there, man. But y'all keep grinding. We behind you. Single dads too. Remember, guys, have feelings. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't cry. Don't, don't cry. <laughs> Actually, what not. What you trying to say, homie? <laughs> Look at us. Our, our emotions <laughs> coming out <laughs> and shit. Shit. Get out of here. Actually, now that you said that, today I was I was driving uh, off of Harwin, and I seen this guy, man. I don't know if he was single or not, but it just made me kind of like think of, of um, man, us men. You get what I'm saying? Like, we do care. You get what I'm saying? We do have feelings. We do care about our kids, especially sometimes, like, media or whatever it is the world just makes it seem like sometimes men because there is fucked up men that don't care about their kids yeah. but this guy he was just with the stroller were, i think it was like twins because he had the two the stroller for two yeah, yeah. and then he had the newborn hanging from right that, here dude. god bless that man dude, god bless that like, man <laughs> he was, yeah he was on heroin dude like just straight trying to catch the, the the metro man i was like man like shout out to him you get what i'm saying so yeah yeah well, i don't know sure. if it was jose javier chris mm-hmm. paul or oh, jose <laughs> but God bless that man. Um, a shirt. Oh man. God bless that God man. Bless that man. <laughs> God bless that man. We're over here making shirts already. Nah, okay. uh, Tell nobody. One more question I have for you, Isaac, is um, what's next for your brand? What do you want to see? Like, what do you envision for the next year? No, yeah, I was gonna ask that too, but like, cause like right now, like, uh, cause streetwear, like is fairly new to like a lot of people or just to like a big massive crowd to like the mainstream and like right now you see like a bunch of brands like doing collaborations or just taking shit to the next level and i'm sure you see that and like okay i know how i could up that or one up that and not necessarily give out your ideas but like where do you yeah like where because like supreme just came out with a fucking metro card yeah and they they also, people they were going got fucking crazy coming out with louis vuitton uh-huh, like uh-huh. that's fucking insane so yeah like yeah. like that's insane like for us, yeah, streetwear brand to have a yeah, streetwear brand to have a collab with the high end brand. Yeah, yeah, Tom's yeah. been around for ages. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's fucking nuts. Yeah, would, I thought I would never see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and like that that broke down a lot of barriers. Like, sorry, y'all, my brother's calling me. He, he, he that's my brother. <laughs> I love you, Joe. Joe, hostile. <laughs> <laughs> that's why everybody calls you. <laughs> but um, that's breaking down a whole lot of barriers, bro. Like that. I, that I don't really like mess with Louis Vuitton that much mm-hmm. but for Supreme to do a collab with Louis Vuitton that showed me man, like they're like I told y'all there is no limits to yeah, this yeah, yeah. brand you know what I'm saying so but I yeah, mean, like in my near future I just I want to make new friends <laughs> yeah, I just want to make new friends you know what I'm saying I don't care if they're a big brand or a small brand like I've met plenty of people just traveling shout out to traveling man I wouldn't have been able to travel if it wasn't for this brand you know what I'm saying like 
I would be at a nine to five, y'all. Which is nothing, nothing wrong with that, but I would definitely not be able to travel. So, just me traveling to different places in the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm able to meet people off of this brand. And they're all real cool people, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of them. None of them are egotistic, like you would think, just because they own something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And they're bigger than somebody. They're all just down-to-earth-ass people. Real cool. Chill, relax, do the same shit we do. Just drink a beer, smoke a joint, whatever y'all feel like, you know, is your advice. They're definitely, that's why I released the logo t-shirt with the vices all over it, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It has the knife, it has the pills, it has every type of little drug that people do on there. It has an alcohol bottle, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's just to go, to, that goes to show you that everybody from all walks of life, we all have our own vices, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's something negative or something positive. So, when it comes to the brand though, with like what I got planned for the future, I mean, just being creative, that's one of my favorite things. Like, I don't want to lose my creativity. I know when you get older, you lose your creativity, but scratch that you shit, you know what I'm saying? I want to be creative for the rest of my life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I want to have some kids, and if I don't know what's cool, I want them to be like, yo, this is what's cool, dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you want to so, adjust to it? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I got you. Man. And I'm adjusting to all, everything now, you know, because hip-hop's way different from when I was growing up, and yeah. so is the clothing game and all this, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything's way different from when I was growing up, so... I'm still adjusting, you know what I'm saying? I'm still enjoying every second of it. Like, you could catch me listening to a little rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, the little Yachty's and the Young Thugs and the... Uzi Verts. Yeah, Uzi Verts yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm more in tune with a Tupac, you know, a yeah. Biggie. Um, just, you know, Wu-Tang, period. Yeah, you know, yeah. all of them, you know what I'm saying? So, ODB, Redman, Method Man, like... Shout out to all of the good freaking rappers yeah. that are gone. Because all these young kids are coming in rapping now. <laughs> For real. Like you said, yeah. it's evolution, man. And it's a little weird because, you know, I'm like you. I was used to one way. I still kind of trip out when I see people the way they dress. Like people were like, yeah, hard from the streets. But then I look at them I'm like, man, about 10 years ago. They're like a fashionista. Like someone would have smashed on me. Yeah. You know? like, what are you doing? You know I am so ready to like, I'll be looking at people. Kids. I'll be like... But a lot of times, too, I also laugh because all I see is a lot of stuff repeating. I'm like, exactly. one day, they're going to, as they get older, they're going to look back at what they're wearing and they're going to be like, damn, what the hell? Like, flat tops. Bro, you know like, how many pictures back. I have oh. of that? <laughs> you know how many pictures I have of that? Yeah. The other day, I was, like, looking through one of my um, little photo things that I have at the crib, and Dipset was one of my big influences mm. when I was a kid. Yeah. Man. Killer cat. Everything was, like, 3X, 4X. <laughs> and I'm literally, yeah, like... Pink? Yes, oh, oh man. All pink everything. Me and three of my homies, I got a picture in my crib, Jesse and Julian. I had these fools wearing, like, we were all matching pink. I was like, yo, bro, we dipset. We a pair. <laughs> <laughs> we a pair. So, just from the way that I had my clothes, real baggy, you know what I'm saying? Just baggy, super clothes, like, everything. Like, big hats, everything. Bandanas. I was like, wow, this is how times have changed, you know what I'm saying? How I look back on that shit, and I'm like, what the hell was Killing up there, skin? Had some Tim's on and stuff, flying Man, I had beads in my laces. I had all kinds <laughs> of stuff going on, Damn. you know what I'm saying? So, real, real fashion, fashionable, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you, I guess you just got to get with the times, bro. Don't get left behind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never feel old. You know what I mean? Think- it's in your spirit. It's not in your age, you know what I'm saying? I've yeah, said I'm going to keep getting tapers till I'm like 50 just to stay young. There you mm-hmm. go. Man, what if the next like, cool haircut is just like a straight mohawk? <laughs> it can win in for a while. <laughs> That's how it works. Come back, man. Everybody hit that mohawk game at one point. I did but, hit. Like, I, now, like, the whole little 
fashion thing that's in right now is like I would say stuff from like the early eighties. Oh um, yeah. Like you know the goth Vintage. yeah, the goth stuff, like shit. I was into Marilyn Manson when I was a kid. Uh, band shirts. You know what I'm saying? Um, like band shirts and stuff yeah. like that. Like ripped jeans, like that shit's like cool now. People, yeah. When I was in high school kids weren't like, Oh Marilyn Manson, he's badass. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They were like more into Ludacris and fifty cent and all this, you know what I'm saying? Which I was into as well. But yeah. I mean, I was into Marilyn Manson too as well. And <laughs> now it's like the cool thing. I'm like, oh shit, damn, that's why I would have been cool as shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like actually yeah, listen yeah. to the music. Yeah, I like, know the words, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, man. I want to thank you for kicking it with us. That's it, bro. I'm not gonna what? lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. I gotta be somewhere at. Uh, well, I got one question for y'all. What's up? What made y'all come up with this podcast, man? Because this is a fucking blessing. Uh, what made me well? It was me and my cousin. Well, but me and then input with my cousin. He helped me a lot, and then my man right here came through with the alley. You, um, it started because gentrification, man, in the neighborhood. I just wanted uh, oh, wow. yeah, I wanted to talk about it, and I just wanted to be a voice. And I kind of when I host when I first started, it was I was going through like depression and all that, and I felt like I wanted to follow something that I had been wanting to do, and it was this, and then I did it. And then um, talking is a great yeah. So and for, I realized that I enjoyed for, talking, yeah, so I was like, okay, let's do it. Medicine. But then it led to like uh, me wanting to focus on bringing underground talent, man, being a voice for underground talent. Wow. Fucking so great. so you get what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of great, like we said, a lot of great talent, but a lot of people want to know about it, but there's nobody out there putting it out or yeah. giving the the opportunity for them to actually be heard so that's what I wanted to do Shit's and talk good. about other things in the city you get what I'm saying not just that but that's that was the main focus and that is the main focus you know so that's fucking tight yeah, man, so. that's way better than my brand come up that's <laughs> 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 fucking tight yeah. nah man yeah. Um, yeah like I said man I'm not lying I just I got a date with the lady man so oh, I'm yeah, sorry I got to cut phone. Yeah. he's got a selfie of you and everything <laughs> on date yeah he's ready. but yeah man I, I really appreciate it I just thank you for kicking for it with sure. us man and uh it won't be the first one. I will make another one happen. Chelsea, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, give you a shout out, man, and your plugs. Um, shout out to everybody doing the brand, man. Um, Stay Aviated, 75th and Canal, um, Bread, just everybody. Anybody, I mean, I'm sorry if I missed y'all. Shout out to the fucking SBK. Those are my brothers from another. And one of the main ones is my brother. <laughs> but, um, yeah, shout out to my mom for having me. Fucking right, yeah. <laughs> you made a fucking Mexican, a great one. Sorry for cursing. <laughs> Shout out, moms. Yeah, appreciate that. And my pops, yo, you gave me all my hip hop style, man. I love you to the day I die. Um, Shout out to your dad, man, because yeah, I remember when yeah. we're uh, great fucking. Cause we went to land trip with uh, Jojo. I remember for like I think it was something filthy or something. Your dad just always looked like swagged out, so crazy. <laughs> Son's crazy. Shout out to him. Shell toes, all that <laughs> shit. He was wild. He's a wild. One. That's like my best friend still. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Yeah. So thank you again, for real. Appreciate it. Love. Nothing but love from this side. Love. Thank you. If y'all can hear the hashtags, like, oh, that's where I'm solid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it again. Peace, love. everybody. Yeah. Juice. 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 Yeah, man. I'm back at it. Come on. Today's a new day. Got the booty up in the suitcase. So go uptown to Harlem. Tell them that I sent you. Yep. Tell them it's August, I'm going to November yeah. I need a couple birds, get abroad, have them sent up Call my bird, get my broad, have them sent up Please. Call my niggas, call my squad, have them sent up Please. Yeah. I see a town I'm liking, see some niggas getting money in